If you don't have a handout, if you would hold your hand up, Swifty's got it in the back. Kind of interesting. Uh, uh, if you'll notice on the top of it, it's called Doing the Stuff. Ron talk, That's what Ron just talked about, doing the stuff. Where that came from, that saying, doing the stuff, came from a guy named John Wimber, who I may have shared this story in here before, but John was a what, the forerunner, leader of uh, starting the, the Vineyard Church Movement. I heard him share his testimony one time, and he was telling about Excuse me. John was a guy that came off the. I mean, he was big time in the entertainment industry out in the uh, out in L.A. and singing. I think he sang in that singing group way back. Was it the Righteous Brothers? Was, it, was that a singing group? Yeah. I mean, huh? I think he was. I think that was one of them he was on. And uh, I, I may be wrong, but uh, but he was in that group. And then he got you know got got saved on the streets. Some street preacher just started sharing about Jesus, but he had no idea anything about Jesus. Because, I mean, he would see a sign about Jesus, like he told to shared that he saw a, a sign that said, Jesus saves. And he's going, from what? You know, he just knew nothing. But he gets saved, and so he just started reading the Gospels. He read about Jesus. And, and so he heard, you know, he heard about church, so he thought it'd be a good thing to go to church. So he goes to church, and he'd been reading the Gospels, and he just saw what Jesus did and kind of he expected that's what church was about. Just doing what Jesus did. So, you know, heal sick, you know, cast out demons and all that kind of stuff. Looked like a cool thing. So he went to church and uh, and all they did was sing a few songs and and they, you know, uh, got some dude got up and spoke and, and afterwards they prayed and they dismissed. And he's kind of going... Well, you know, where, when did they do the things I was reading in the gospel? And uh, and so he he went home and he said, well, maybe this was an off week. They're just tired and they just kind of resting. And so he, so the next week he came back to church and so he same thing happened. They sang a few songs. They somebody got up and spoke and they they closed out in prayer and they just started going home and so he's kind of there looking around and he saw a guy that had a badge on you know so they figured that he was kind of important so he walked up to him and said uh, excuse me sir when do y'all do the stuff and the guy looked at him and said the stuff he said yeah yeah you know the stuff in the book you know heal the sick you know cast out demons you know people get saved i mean all this kind of stuff. when do y'all do this stuff and he goes that's what John said. He says, the guy goes, oh, oh, that's the... Oh, we don't do that. We, we talk about it. We sing about it. But we don't do that. And John's going, what? And it just disillusioned him. And, uh, and really, and that's where it just put a fire in John's heart. That where if you know much about the history of the Vineyard uh, Church movement, it was, a, it was a movement that really just swept the world. That God would just signs and wonders and uh, phenomenal things that fueled in the 60s and 70s. I think it was 60s. I know it was in the 70s. But, I mean, a lot of it. And uh, and that's what God just put on my heart for us this morning. Because you know, I know the dwelling place is not to be a church that where we come in here and don't do the stuff. Now, I agree with exactly what Ron said. 
a lot of the doing the stuff is out there. But y'all, the heart is, is what it's all about. is about seeing the presence of God among us manifest themselves in the areas of manifestations of the Spirit, gifts of the Spirit, and ministries. And I've already preached on that here before. And it's kind of interesting to me when we start talking about gifts. As Ron was holding that picture up and I was thinking about, you know, him going and seeing that guy and going and giving him this picture and telling him that. And how that gift God used to speak to that guy. All of a sudden the Lord said to me, I was back in the center of back, says, what would happen if you walked in there and you had drawn a picture and you gave him that picture? <laughs> he would probably be praying for me. <laughs> no, but the gift in Ron, in Ron, touched that guy's heart. And what was even more beautiful to me as he takes it and he gives it to his grandmother. The gift. And so that's God's Spirit moving among us. Y'all, you know, we've been doing this whole this journey about reordering and DP. And, and one of the things that really is so exciting to me is seeing what God's doing in ordering of, of five-fold ministry. I mean, I met with the evangelism crew last week. That the people who God, we believe God's put giftings in them to 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 power us in going out and you know it don't come from one person it don't come from group it comes from the whole body functioning in the fullness of manifestations of the spirit the gifts of the spirit and ministries and so this morning the lord just really put on my heart for some attitudes and acts concerning the ministry of the holy spirit he is doing a work and he's inviting us to participate with him. And so, this is what I called this morning, doing the stuff. And I just ask you to take off your uh, uh, traditions and your comfort and go, okay, God, uh, let the word of God speak. Let the word of God speak. So, okay, let's go on. Let's, it would. Jeff, let's go. And let me notice this. The first thing I want to focus on is past scripture in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 1. Where, no, I'm sorry, yeah, 14, verse 1, where Paul makes a statement. He says, yet desire earnestly spirituals. Okay? Desire earnestly spirituals. Now, we know that, that it, in the American standard, it would say spiritual gifts. And we know that the word gifts, and you've heard me say that before, the word gifts is not there in the Greek, is the Greek word pneumatikos, which meaning spirituals, things of the Spirit. And what God, the Word of God is telling us, desire passionately, long for the things of the Spirit. I mean, and literally, that's something on us all the time. Ron shares this testimony about this. But y'all, that is not just out of that class. That is not just one day. That is every day. But to be able to walk in this, y'all, it has to be a passion of ours to function in the Spirit. I do not believe in soulish ministry of the gospel. You know, I've been through all kind of crazy evangelism training in my background and stuff like that. And, and I'm not going to mention specifics, but how you just walk in this. But God, y'all, the ministry of God is a ministry of the Spirit. 
And that is where it happens. But y'all, the first place it begins is in us desiring earnestly for the manifestations of gifts or ministries of the Spirit of God. Passionately longing for it. And one of the first prayers in here this morning that I pray for every one of us in here is that we passionately long for and look for the Spirit of God to do a work among us and how He does it. He don't push stuff on you. He's doing it all the time. And He's wanting to do it all the time. And He's inviting us to participate with Him. But the way He does it is He'll operate it out of the passions and invitations of our heart. Longing for it. So I just challenge you. I mean, it's an exciting, to me, this crazy Jesus life is a crazy life. It's exciting. It is not boring. I'm, I'm a guy that's, excuse me, I'm not cursing myself in this, but just my mind thinks ADHD. You know, if I'm driving down the road, man, I've got to do 14 different things at one time. I'm the guy that the psychologist, when we had Shay tested for ADHD, the psychologist says, Mr. Miss Sizemore, your son is not ADHD, but you are Mr. Sizemore. You'd be surprised what some Ritalin would do for you. You know, but I'm the guy that, but this Jesus life, y'all, is never boring. It's, it's so exciting to see God. You sit, you can't sit down in a restaurant sometimes without the Spirit of God doing something. Saying something to the waitress or somebody at the table next to you. So desire earnestly things of the Spirit. I want, I want to go on. Notice what it says also, desiring earnestly greater gifts in, in 1231. In other words, there, you'll see that in the, in the Word of God, there's this progression that goes on that desire greater gifts. Now, this is gifts. In fact, let me show you this. Now, go on to the next verse there. Yeah. Watch this with Paul. There's a past scripture where Paul is commissioned. And it says, know this, that now there were at Antioch, in the church there, there were prophets and teachers. And then it lists off these six people. There were prophets and teachers. Guess what was not there? There were not evangelists there, and there were no apostles there. But notice one of the, these names here. It says, Pastor, listed off these other people, and where I put the dot, dot, that's where I'm just trying to save space. But Barnabas and Saul were there. It says there were prophets and teachers. Well, guess who was a prophet? <laughs> Barnabas. Guess who a teacher? Who's a teacher? Paul. But yet, right after this, you, you see... The Holy Spirit said, set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work which I have called them. And when they have fasted and prayed, they laid their hands on them and sent them away. Go to the next slide, please. And watch this. In first, in first, Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 11, where Paul's describing himself. It says, for which I was appointed a preacher and an apostle and a teacher. So Paul was a teacher. That's how we know he's a teacher. But yet, he became an apostle. What was in Paul? This passion. Greater. Greater. More, greater in scope. Don't be settled. I mean, <clears throat> that's what I've been. I love it. I've been around, uh, you know, I heard about Wimber. Heal. Let's pray for healing. Oh, yeah. Let's pray for it. Hey, you know, it's interesting to me. Wimber and them said about praying for healing. He said they prayed for over a thousand people. Never to be healed. I think it was a period of time over a year or so. Nobody would be healed. And then finally somebody was healed of a cold. I think it was a cold. And they were just all excited. And you know, in fact, really God was speaking to me about 
the fullness of healing in our body, which we've been believing God for, and say, God, we want to aspire for this. Not to say it's greater or whatever, but we want to see the fullness of it manifested. And I was praying about the Lord. And the Lord told me, he said, faith to believe for these things does not occur in the seeing it is in the time it's established when you when you believe and you don't see. Did you remember the passage of scripture? Jesus said, Blessed is the man who believes and what? Does not see. That's where the blessing comes and release comes, is that you're believing for it and you ain't seen it. it go on to the next pa- passage. Where we're, we're talking about where Paul's I mean, the writer of Hebrews here says, for though this time you ought to be teachers, you have need of again for someone to teach you. And in the elementary principles of the oracles guide, and you have some need of, need of milk, not solid food. In other words, these people ain't progressing. And that's where, where I really literally believe that what God will do in the body is that he'll... The, the people operate in manifestations, which anybody can function in any of the manifestations of the Spirit. But then all of a sudden, you'll see somebody step into a place of, 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 a, of, a, of a gift of the Spirit, which a gift is for the purpose of it is, for, is to serve the body, like in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10. As each of you received the gift, employ it, serving one another. But then where you see somebody stepping into a facet of ministry of the Spirit, ministry of, like, of the prophetic, and that's where like, we watch this progression in Job in, a, in a, uh, Jared Hill, in here. We watched it in this church. We watched the progression. We got functioning and manifestations. Then we saw him, we saw, I've watched this. God do it, just where he birthed in, God birthed in him the gift, the prophetic. And then all of a sudden we're seeing in Jared this, this place of, of, of a ministry of equipping people in the prophetic and his passion in, and how to serve people in it. And I'm going, dude, this is the real stuff. But there's a progression there. And so what we're talking about here, the first thing of functioning with the Holy Spirit, desire it. Desire things of the Spirit. Desire greater gifts. Because our Heavenly Father is wanting to give. He's wanting to, he's wanting to touch lives. Desire it. The second thing the Lord really put in my heart here is this concept of receive. That's interesting here. In First Peter, in first, first something. But... Yeah, it's going to go to First Peter. That's the next one. You, that's okay. Cool. This one. Watch this. Take heed to the ministry which you have received. He's speaking this to Archippus. I do not consider my life as dear to myself so that I may finish my course and ministry which I have received from the Lord. And let's go to the First Peter one. And watch this one. As each you have received a gift, the word special is not in there. It's literally the Greek word charismata, which means gift. As each of you have received a gift, employ it, serving one another. And one of the things the Lord was showing me is it's about this word receive. And it's very interesting um, about this thing. Uh, a Greek verb, it, Greek's really a, a cool language. It's precise, and you can tell a lot about it just by looking at the endings. And... Uh, you know, which, y'all, you know, when I took Greek, I learned more English grammar than I did Greek. <laughs> and because uh, I was the guy that was still taking English when I was a junior in college and flunked it twice. But, you know, so anyway, that's why I talk weird. So anyway, but anyway, in Greek, what it is is interesting that they have these descriptions of, uh, of the way 
the, the verb relates to the noun, or literally whether the, 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 the noun or the subject did the action, or what was his relationship to the action. Like there's what's called active, which, which literally is like Rick threw the ball. That's active. There's passive. In other words, where you get hit by the ball. Rick was hit by the ball. That's passive. And then there's another one called middle voice, which literally means Rick hit himself with the ball. Rick participated in the action. The subject participates in the action. And I was looking at this word receive, and I was thinking, okay, receive. Okay, many times we think the gifts of God and the ministries of God, we would think that they would be passive. Okay, God gives it. Or the next thing I thought as I was looking up, maybe it's middle voice. It means God's holding it out and we receive it. But it wasn't that. It was active voice. And I'm going, what? In other words, as each of you received, it's it's literally like there's Carolee Donuts and I go to receive. Nobody buys it. I just go to receive. I take it. And that's the mindset in relationship to what God is wanting to do. we got this passive mindset in relationship to the ministries and gifts and manifestations of the Spirit. Now let me just put this uh, little uh, thing in here, y'all. I mean, we in DP believe that, that gifts and ministries do not, are not bound by gender. You know, gender only comes in in relationship to authority. And authority, you remember, is just to empower, serve, protect, and all that kind of stuff. So to empower ministries, to, you know, if there's authority, to empower. In fact, my conviction is the more, the more authority you have, the more you to empower, you more serve to empower others to do it. And that's where I believe one of the places in apostolic for me, in this place in DP, is not to do it, but to empower to get out of the way. It's not about, about it. The apostle doing it, once it gets flowing, is to empower it. And so anyway, uh, so that there's this call in us to receive ministry, to receive gifts. Desire earnestly for it. Receive it. And then one of the things I just want you to take note of here is that these things can receiving... One of the ways can, you can start to take it is literally, I want you to go on to the next passage of Scripture, literally directly from the Lord. And what God will do is, is in this place, um, go on to the next one, please. Yeah, watch this. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, uh, Jeff, go back to that one. Sorry. Watch this. Now, I do not consider my life as dear to myself, so that I may have finished my course and the ministry which I have received from the Lord. The ministry which I have received from the Lord. And that, and that this word received is in that, is that active voice. In other words, you're, it's just real aggressive in, in receiving it. But literally, there's a place that where you receive directly from the Lord. Paul, he didn't, nobody laid hands on him. Nobody commissioned him. God himself did it. I, I had to think about my, and me in relationship to tongues. I, nobody... I mean, I was in the middle of a Baptist church where the pastor literally preached, if anyone spoke in tongues, is of the devil. He would literally say from the pulpit, if somebody had a dream or a vision from the Lord, they'd say, you ate onions, bad onions. You know, whatever. And so I'm in the middle of this environment, and all of a sudden I'm seeing in the Word of God that this, 
about, I'm just searching the scriptures out about the gifts of the Spirit. And I'm just searching it out. And I get baptized in the Holy Spirit. And I've shared it in here many times before, but I got baptized in the Holy Spirit laying in bed next to Paula. I've been searching and asking the Lord for this. I'd just taken a whole bunch of kids to a Fellowship of Christian Athletes conference. And all of a sudden, I'm just laying in bed, Paula's asleep, and I'm worshiping the Lord. And all of a sudden, whammo! Holy Ghost. Man, I start speaking in tongues. Quietly. You know. And it was so crazy thing in my household. I mean, that's when Paula, being good Baptist at the time, that when she heard that I spoke in tongues, she took her wedding ring off. I mean, that was really seriously. And, uh, but, but there was this place in my heart to long for. And I received that straight from the Lord. Nobody laid hands on me, which that's the, la- the, the another one here. You see in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 14, the past scripture that Jeff had up here before. Going to Jeff to that one where it talks about Timothy, where literally where he says, is it dead? Oh, there it is. Watch, he says, do not neglect the spiritual gift within you, which was bestowed on you through prophetic utterance and by the laying hands of the presbytery. And Second Timothy tells him, My, yeah, he laid hands on me, so he's a part of this. So literally where a prophetic word comes over somebody, get, gets a prophetic word for somebody, and you lay hands on them, there's an impartation. A friend of mine, Bud's, my brother's, but he became a friend of mine, a guy named Lee Kaiser. Some of y'all, John and Marcy, know Lee. Lee was an a FBI agent. Got messed up on Jesus, but it was a spirit-filled FBI agent. You know? And so, I mean, Lee was very sophisticated in his thinking and stuff like that. Sweet guy. Wife Jan was just, oh, so precious. But Lee's FBI agent. I mean, FBI agent. We've been there for 19 years, I think it was at the time. And so he goes to this, he's in this church service, and all of a sudden some lady walks up to him and starts prophesying over him that he was going to minister to youth. Now, Lee had no desire to minister to youth whatsoever. None, not at all. All of a sudden this lady starts prophesying in them about him doing and heading into a ministry to youth. And he just going, I, I just don't bear witness to this stuff at all. So he just goes on. Well, to make a long story short, Lee and Jan in their house ended up heading up a youth ministry in their home that I'll be honest with you, it was the most powerful youth ministry I believe I have ever seen. I'm talking about signs and wonders every time those kids got together. They would have, in their living room, there would be 30, 40 people. They would meet an hour or two before the youth meeting to just pray and intercede for the youth meeting. There were signs and wonders occurring with that crew all the time. Just a bunch of high school kids. And Lee and Jan were in the middle of this thing. And it started out of prophetic word to him. And laying on of hands, the impartation of that particular ministry. Then he transitioned and had to retire from FBI and started going into full-time ministry. So... So anyway, I have lost track of Lee where he is now, though. So, but anyway. But so, in other words, receive. Be desire, receive. Let's go on. The third thing the Lord just really pressed on me in, in this past scripture in, in 1 Timothy 4.14, which was, let's go to the next one, which is really literally this passage of scripture. Notice how it says there at the top, do not neglect the spiritual gift within you. What the Lord was really quickening my heart is this thing where you just neglect it. Be honest with you. Just, just start thinking about this. How many of us 
the gifts that are in us, we just sort of let lay dormant. There's no, there's no fire in relationship to it. Oh, you go, well, nobody gives you, nobody's making room for you. Well, let me tell you something, y'all. You got that, you got that passion, you feel like you got, there's something in you, you see one of the elders. I mean, that's our heart, to see every one of those facets of the, of, of the of dwelling place, being empowered, the prophetic, doing the same thing, or healing, or, 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 or evangelism, or whatever it is, whatever it is. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest with you, one of the most interesting, uh, powerful ministries in this church, Rick Hickman, and the coffee, and the, and the communion. Faithful. How many years have you been doing that? Talking about faithfulness? Talking about heaven seeing that? Go take communion. Participate in the ministry. Right here. In bed. In bed. That's right. That's right. But here's the, here's the important thing is don't neglect the gift within you. And what it, one of the things the Lord was just, was just literally, uh, how, can, how can I neglect this? Let's go to the next slide. Here, please. Um, this is take heed to the ministry which you've received. Take heed to it. Pay attention to it. Look at it. I mean, uh, here's my question. How many of you, don't raise your hands. Nobody raise your hands, please. How many of you here speak in tongues? Okay. I mean, you got baptized in the Holy Spirit. You speak in tongues. But how many of you in here every day or every other day or how about once a week pray in tongues? I mean, I mean, dude. Just that one gift. How about gift of teaching or, or whatever it may be that's within you? God said, don't neglect it. Take heed to it. It's the first thing how you can neglect it is just don't pay attention to that. In fact, some of you, I'm going to be honest, I feel this in the Spirit. Some of you don't like how you're gifted. Some of you have been running from it. Let me tell you this. God put it in my heart to teach the Word of God to a bunch of kids. The church didn't want me to do it. I'm not exaggerating. I was going to a Baptist church, like I said to you at the time. They had a, they had a, they were, landmarkism was a big thing that was happening in Baptist circles back then. Anything outside the church building was not of God. God put it in my heart to teach. Well, I don't care whether people own it or not. We're going to do it. Yeah, Tony Maddox, Morgan. Used to be Morgan. Tony was part of that crew. Way back then, back in 1978, 79, whatever. Just getting a bunch of kids together on a Friday night. On a Friday night, y'all, we would do it. All things. Friday night. Get together, get in the Word. You see about 30 or so kids just crammed in our living room teaching the Word. And I think back and I'm going, well, what did I teach them? And I don't know. I just thank God. You asked Tony what I taught him back then. She probably don't remember. And that's why I'm thanking God. But... But you know what? You know, I was just trying to be faithful to do it. You know, exercise it. Do it. Don't take heed to it. Notice this other one. Notice this other passage. How can you, how can you, you neglect it? Notice this next passage in Matthew chapter 25. Yeah. But it says, The one who had just received the one talent came up and said, Master, I knew that you were a hard man, reaping where you did not sow, gathering where you scattered no seed. I was afraid and went away and hid your talent in the ground. 
I was afraid. Afraid to abuse it. Afraid you may mess up. You may mess up. Hallelujah. Like Jim Driscoll said, you hang around dwelling place long enough, you'll hear Sizemore repent. Why? Dude, you don't get you don't get somewhere on something by doing it perfect all the time. I like like in Hebrews chapter five, verse fourteen, who because of practice have their senses trained to discern good from evil. Practice it. You know, let's do it. That's so neglect to bury it, fear that you just bury it. And want to hopefully don't forget it. Let me tell you something. Don't go away. Let me just warn you this. Romans eleven twenty nine says. The gifts and the callings of God are irrevocable. They don't go away. I've heard people say religiously, say, oh, if you don't use it, you'll lose it. No, 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 no. No, no. They're not irrevocable. So, another way that it can be abused is, is this, go to the Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1, as where it talks about, I think it was a passage, yeah, Therefore, since we have this ministry, as we receive mercy, we do not lose heart, but have renounced the things hidden because of shame, not walking in craftiness or adulterating the Word of God, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. Since you received this ministry, one of the very things that can, that can uh, distort a ministry or gifting uh, is, is walking in... Uh, um, how do I want to say it? Uh, junk. The world. How I think about it, it talks about in Thessalonians, about being vessels of honor. How One time I was preaching on this, I should have done it this morning, is that you take a... Take, I, one time I snuck into one of Paula's crystal glasses, which they've been packed away here for a number of years because we've been uh, pilgrims. <laughs> but, but I went and got a crystal. This is when I was preaching at East Stone. I went and buried it. In the mud. And so I didn't tell her I'd got it. And so, and at church, I, I had this crystal glass of a uh, pitcher of water, you know. And, and I, had, I had this glass, two glasses. I had one crystal plane, and I had the, this other one who I just pulled out of the mud. Crystal glass, very good, but just full of mud. And I said, I just sort of spoke, I said, okay, who, who in here is thirsty? I was preaching all like this. Who, who's thirsty? And there was this guy, Jerry Parsons, sitting on the front row. Jerry Parsons is crazy. He goes, yeah, I am. I said, well, cool. So I just pulled out that, just pulled off that cover off that glass, and I reached down, grabbed the one of the mud, and I took that water, and I poured it in there. And I handed it to him. Now, the glass was crystal. The water was pure. But the vessel which Jerry was going to drink out of was what? dirty and I watch many of us with the gifts that we have and the thing is what Satan will try to do to discredit it is, is in our lifestyles you know I hear people you know talking about drinking I don't want to get on a rabbit but that's one of my rabbits that you know you go into a bar and deal Jesus you don't go into a bar drinking a beer and deal Jesus because you'll feel people talking about Jesus all the time drunk but you walk into a bar not drinking and deal Jesus, dude, it convicts the snot out of it. I remember we went to, to the tram in Belgrade, Serbia. 
school used to hang out in this bar in, in there and just all the time. And there was this one dude who was a kickboxer who, come find out, he was a kickboxer who was our waiter. So I resolved in my heart, I was going to buy this guy. So he'd come, and I'm, I'm ordering hot chocolate in a bar. And so, so he'd bring me a hot thing of hot chocolate. And I would, or a Coke, and I would, and everybody, you know, I mean, this place is packed out. And, uh, and so I'm drinking hot chocolate. When he would come and he'd bring me, I'd, I'd like tip him really big. And I did this about two or three times. And finally, you know, when the first couple of times I'm trying to make conversation with him, to tell, deal Jesus with him, and he's like really hard. You can tell it. His fingers are kind of gnarly. You can tell he was, you know, he was a fighter. And, uh, and finally, you know, about the third or fourth time of hot chocolate. <laughs> and let me tell you, that hot chocolate over there is thick. <laughs> and I think I had a Pepsi or something in there. But I resolved in my heart. And he's going, what are you doing here? What are you doing? Paraphrases, you know, what are you doing here? That's, that's, the, that's always the line that you look for. Oh, dealing Jesus. Oh. And so God gives me a prophetic word about, it, about him, and he's got a son. who He's a single dad, and he would work at bars, at bar at night, go home and take care of his son and get him to school. Faithful dad. And God told me, he says, Buy a son uh, a soccer ball. And I, I took some money out of him. I asked him, I said, how much is... And he, somehow in the conversation, I got, he got talking to me about his son playing soccer. And I, and I took that money and I gave him. And I said, the Lord told me to tell you to give you this, to buy your son a soccer ball. He just, it floored him. He made me come. He lived on the very other side of Belgrade, way on the other side of Belgrade, over in New Belgrade. Way over there. And, and, uh, and he asked me to come the next day, or two days after that, to bring his son from all the way over to Bel- oh, from New Belgrade over to Belgrade to meet me in that place. I don't know what that's got to do with what I'm talking about. Oh. Being in a place that where the ministry that's going on is not tainted. Now, because... That's what Satan wants to do. He cannot stop the ministry of the gifts of the Spirit. But what he can do is distort them or pollute them. So let's go on. How about this one in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6, where it says, Kindle afresh the gift of God that is in you. This is one where, it, it, I think it's there, is it there, Jeff? Kindle afresh, fan into flames, whatever, you, how you want to do it. I can't remember how... Uh, what version will say, yeah, for this reason I remind you, kindle afresh the gift of God within you. Timothy Timothy was getting passive, y'all, because Paul makes mention of his mother and his grandmother and this stuff, and evidently Timothy was starting to get passive. And Paul's going, fan into flames. Literally that Greek word, of it's a word of like, a, you know how it is when you've got a fire that you're trying to, it's, got, it's in coals and a campfire, and it's kind of embering, and you just take a, Start blowing on it, and then it starts to flame up. That's this passage. Kindle afresh the gift of God that is in you. And and notice it says, for God has not given you a spirit of timidity. In other words, cast off timidity, passivity. Fan in the flames that things within that God's already put in you. 
not, God is not your spirit of timidity, but of, I love this, power, which refers to the force of God to do something. Love, that's the motive. And the American standard says sound mind, or it can be discipline, um, discipline there. It's the Greek word that literally means safe mind, sophronos. A mind that's safe, secure. That's what the Spirit of God has given you. Not passivity. The Spirit of God has given you power and love. Kindle afresh the things that are within you. Let's go on to the next one. I love this next thing that it, where it talks about in 1 Peter 4.10. For each of you have received a gift. I think it says in 1, Timothy, 1 Peter 4.10, as each of you received a gift, employ it. Employ it. Use it. Do it. Do it. Y'all, y'all remember in the early days of DP? I mean, we really had a hardcore conviction. If it was in the body... If somebody in the body had a passion for something, it was a responsibility of the church to resource it. That's how, that's how we had a rock, y'all. Really, literally. It wasn't in the vision of the elders to go, I think, who was the elders at that time? Tom, Mark, and me, and Mitch. Were you an elder at that time? Maybe. But literally, when this guy named Mason Henderson... Guy over at Tech, student at Tech, had this vision and passion to do a rock wall to reach the campus, reach the, not the campus, the area. Climbing, climbing gym. So guess what? We invested $50,000 putting in a rock wall. I believed in it so much, I mortgaged my house for that rock wall. Because why? Well, dude, that's a responsibility of leadership to resource the things you got. Employ it. Take it up. Use it. Now, the other thing I want to emphasize, y'all, here, before we go any further. As each of you has received the gift, employ it. Notice the next phrase. Employ it doing what? Serving one another. The purpose of manifestations, gifts, or ministries, y'all, are not for my full fulfillment. But for what? Now, it's important for it to go on to this place, y'all, where I go off in this. In fact, let's just go on to the next one, if you would, Jeff. Because the motive of, of all the manifestations and ministries and gifts is love. Think about this passage in 1 Corinthians 13. If I speak with tongues of men and of angels and do not have love, I become a noisy gong or clanging cymbal. It says, if I have the gift of prophecy and know all ministry, mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have faith so as to remove mountains, do not have love on nothing. Now the motive of all, of all this thing is love, and, that, and it's to serve people in love. Now, I want to say something here, because this is where it gets goofy. And this is a fine line. When I hear people worried about their ministry, their gifts not being expressed, I get upset. Because you know what? The gift that is in me is not for me. It's for what? For others. For loving and serving others. I am not in it for my fulfillment. 
I'll be honest with you, about twice a week, two, at least twice a week, I'm going, God, can I do something else? I'm not exaggerating. You go, can we do something else? You know? Because, you know, it's not about me. It's not about my gift. It's about the people that I come in contact. If I do not exercise the thing that is within me, then what I'm doing is I'm being selfish in relationship to myself. And I'm holding back that which God has purposed to be given out. Now, y'all, there's that passage in Paul says to Timothy, and I, I don't have this passage. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse, I think it is, verse 5. I think where he says, he says this, Endure hardship. Do the work of an evangelist. I, I just got to put this warning in here, y'all. Because when you start stepping into this place of starting to walk in the fullness of the giftings and manifestations of the Spirit or the ministries that God has for you, you know what? Satan is not going to go, you know, Annabelle, she is so sweet. I'm just going to just, you know, it's just open. Y'all, demons, get out of the way. Just let Annabelle go ahead. You think that? Could you imagine? You've got to realize this. Satan is going to try to stop it. And he's going to try to stop it before he can get started. The best way to cut down an oak tree is in the acorn. If you can, take, if you can destroy the acorn, you don't have... The acorns grow oak trees? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to make sure... Paul, you may have to write me another email. <laughs> you, know, you know, I got to be careful of these things. But you know, that the best way to destroy an oak, take an oak tree down, is with the acorn. The best way to stop a gift or a ministry is before it gets started. God's calling us to walk in it. I, I believe God's calling dwelling place to be a body of people. That we're every part of this body. In fact, let's go to the next passage of Scripture. Notice this passage in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15. I mean, 4, chapter 4 and verse 15 and 16. Speaking the truth in love. We're to grow up in, in all aspects into Him. Now, there was a question. That I, I need to, I'm just going to put a commercial here. <clears throat> there was a question that sort of came up in the elders meeting, which I think is a very viable question. About when we get together and speak prophetic words to people individually. Is that scriptural? Because I'm going to be honest with you. Our heart in here is that dwelling place when we gather together. It's like this morning. To me, this morning was a very benign service. You know, and so, you know, but our heart is when we get together, man, alive. I mean, words are going forth. People are being healed. I mean, people are getting saved. Whatever it may be. That, I mean, that is my heart. That is our heart. I know. But how about a prophetic word? Speaking the truth in love. I mean, God the Father spoke over Jesus prophetically, publicly. And you know it's a prophetic word because out of 2 Peter chapter 1. How about in 1 Corinthians chapter 14 where it talks about in a gifted or unbeliever comes in and he says, y'all prophesy. The secrets of his heart are disclosed and he'll fall on his face 
and saying, certainly God is among you. How about in Acts chapter 5? This is a nasty prophetic word. Where Peter rebukes Ananias and Sapphira and they die publicly. I know of a situation, y'all, where a prophet stood up in a service and he goes, I don't know, he does, he points to this part of the room and he goes, you are, and he points to a specific person, this prophet, out of town, knew nothing in the church. He points to this guy over here and he says, you are having an affair with her. You better repent. Now, can we say the fear of the Lord hit the place? You think God's serious about that? Do what? Do in particular. I mean, y'all, I mean, it's, yeah, y'all, it's, it, that's not a nice, comfortable service. Or are you going to come in and slide in and slide out? And I don't believe that God's purposes for us when we gather together for dwelling place, y'all. I believe the purpose of God for dwelling places when we gather together, God's Spirit moves and ministers among us. The main way that He'll minister and move among us is in the gifts and manifestations distributed through the whole body. That's the main way. Both in here and out. That's God's heart. And y'all... For too long, we've let the traditions of men dictate to us how we do church. What does 1 Corinthians 14 say when you gather together? One has a what? A tongue. Another has an interpretation. One has a prophetic word. One has, I can't remember the list. Song. Dude. That's God's heart. And so what I want to speak into this right now, y'all, I, want to, I just want to ask, is the desire for the, for the things of the Spirit, have you picked it up? Or have you allowed it to lay, be laid aside? Here's a, here's a prophetic word. Somebody in here has not been able to uh, embrace the fullness of that which God has for them because they've got preoccupied with the issues that are going on in their own life. And God is saying, as long as Satan can keep you distracted, you'll miss out. Don't let him buffalo. Stir up the desire. Receive. 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 Grab. Seek it out. Don't neglect. Ask the Lord if you've been neglecting it. Simple thing, if you have been, just ask God to forgive you. Kindle afresh the things that are within you. Employ it. Use it. Yeah, use it. I, one of the exciting things to me is happening in DP is that for the first time, I think finally we're really seeing the vision of God that God's really imparting to us to order the body and to release. I mean, we started this process a while back. And, and it's like God's been taking us with baby steps. And I, uh, because we've got some pretty strong prophetic words, like the word that, the vision that Ben had, things are dry, but all of a sudden rain comes and craziness occurs. And you know what happens when that craziness occurs? It takes the whole body to deal with it and take care of it. So, can you turn on the back?
I want to close out with this. PJ, come here. I'll recognize these confessions, you old schoolers. I call you old, but in the early days of DP, every Sunday we'd have these confessions. How I want to do these today is we're going to close out with this. And then I'll be up front. Uh, just, uh, I mean, I, us, the rest of us will be praying with people. Uh, uh, but what I'd like to do is uh, I would like us to do something. I would like us to, we're going to confess the word. Confession's made unto salvation. Hold fast to confession your hope. As faithful as he who promised. I'm going to confess it. We're all going to confess this how we used to. We'll say, I'll say a phrase and you follow me. And then we're going to pause and I want us to pray it into existence as a body. So whoever feels led, I want you to pray, pray something. And then, then I'll, I'll uh, close it out. And uh, I mean, on that one, and then we'll go to the next one. We'll confess the next one. We're going to pray it out. Then we'll, and then we'll confess the next one. We'll pray it out prophetically pray these things into the existence, into our lives, and for the, for the life of dwelling place. Okay? Is that cool? You understand what I'm trying to say? The Lord watches over His Word to perform it in Jeremiah 1.12. Heaven and earth will pass away, but God's Word will never pass away. So y'all, we as a people, we confess the Word of God, speak it into our lives, speak it into our body. Y'all, it will have an effect. So, y'all ready? So... I'll say a phrase, you say a phrase. Pursue love, yet desire earnestly spiritual gifts, if you want to. But Now let's just enter into a time now. Let's just pray this. Whoever somebody feels led to pray something in relationship to this passage, let's pray it. Be bold. And if, if you feel like pray, just lift your hand up. Mitch will come to you. Lord, I just want to pray that we um, not only just desire the spiritual earnestly, Lord, but that it just not telling our kids about these things. Father, but that this would translate to the kids because they see, Lord, they see what we honestly do and what we honestly do in our lives outside of here, God, and and they're watching, Lord, every second. And so, Father, I pray that we not just speak about these things or say we desire them, God, but that we practice them, especially the parents, Lord God, that they practice these things with their children, not just talk about them, Lord, but that their children can see them doing that, Father, in Jesus' name. Yeah. Anybody else? Amen. Lord, we just thank you, God, that you have um, prepared uh, the soil of love uh, for these spiritual gifts to be sown in, God, and they've been sown, Lord, and we pray and ask you, God, to just um, that they would bring forth much fruit here at dwelling place in our body, God. And that uh, that desire, uh, God, for these uh, spiritual gifts would be stirred up, Lord, as we see these things uh, coming forth, Lord.
In Jesus' name. Lord, I just pray that um, you would reveal to us uh, more about our own spiritual gifts, um, each person individually. And, um, Lord, that you would give us, just tell us the secrets about how we function. um, And that you would just help us, Lord, not to be chasing after um, gifts that that aren't ours or things that we wish for, but the ones that you have given, Lord, I just pray that um, that we would embrace those things and move in them and take courage and, and experiment and just enjoy the adventure with you, Lord. Lord, I pray and ask for the demonstration of the Spirit and of power in dwelling place so that our faith would not rest on the wisdom of men, but on the power of God. Yeah, I just pray and speak a release of um, recognition of desire. Just pray that people would uh, that have it would know that that's what it is. And I just, um, yeah, I just, I just pray for the courage to, to grab a hold of it and say, yeah, let's do it and just move forward. I just say, forgive me, Lord, for any dampening I've ever put on desire. And I stand in the gap for those who are here who may also be uh, feeling that same sense. We ask your forgiveness, Lord. And I just say, Lord, right now, reignite us. I speak your fire. Your fire come from heaven right now that you just begin to stir and burn in each one of us. That, Lord, uh, we're willing. And we say, come. Come, fire of the Holy Spirit. Hello. Lord, I just would agree with that, Lord, that in the name of Jesus, Lord, Lord, that uh, we pursue love and everything, pursuing other, loving other people. But Lord, in that, we just desire to, to minister into those needs, not of our soulishness, but out of our manifestations, Lord, our things, but Lord, you, Lord, spirituals, however you demonstrate, however you will manifest it, Lord confident that you will give us whatever it is it needs for that need of the moment so lord we just uh i just speak awaken us lord the desires in us for the things of the spirit awaken us awaken our hearts let's confess this next one y'all in first peter 4 10 as each you have received a gift let's change it as i have received a gift Employ it, serving one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Speak it again. As, as I have received a gift, employ it in serving one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Let's pray it out. Father, we thank you that that we have already received, that you have given us these gifts. And Lord, that there's no one excluded. Each one has received the gift. And Father, we pray that now we would do the stuff, Lord, that we would employ it. 
Father, I pray that in employing it, in serving one another, Lord, that it would grow. That, that you would build onto it. That it would flow from one thing to another. Lord, that we would go from faith to faith and glory to glory and strength to strength. That these things would increase. Lord, that you would embellish them and, and that you would, you would cause it all to grow. Lord, that you might be glorified. Father, um, as each one of us has received a special gift or a ministry, I declare over each one of us that we will not make it a duty. We will not make it a discipline. But we will make it a passion. And because we make it a passion, we do it with joy. We do it with pure joy, Lord, because we love You and we love each other. Father, I just pray that You will show each of us our role as a good steward and our gift, Father, that we won't compare how our brothers and sisters use their gift and are good stewards with their gift, but You will show us our specific way to use our special gift as a steward in your body that we won't try to be the eye or the hand when we're meant to be the leg or the lung, Father God, that you will make it very clear to the body, Father God, how we all fit together and there will not be this spirit of comparing and contrasting and and judgment on how your brother or sister uses the same gift, Father God. I just declare that this will be a safe place to explore the the, the diversity of a stewardship in Christ. Lord, I thank you for the gifts that you've given us and that you don't give them for them to lie dormant, God, that you give them to be used for the good of others, Lord. And I pray that you would just help us to be bold to use those gifts for the for the good of others, God, that it's not just about us and how we're going to look and that you would take away those insecurities about using our gift, God, that we would just be bold and step out in what you've called us to do. Father, I pray that you open our hearts to the understanding that we all have gifts and not just some of us. Thank you. Lord, it's to my prayer that we would, uh, Lord, understand that it takes all the gifts of all the members of the body for the fullness of Christ to be manifest. Lord, I just really pray, God, that we would have that revelation that no one is less or more than another. No gift is less or more, but it takes all of them, Lord, for the fullness of the body in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, I just want to pray for the people who have yet to open their hearts and received the gift that is in them. I pray for the people who have been scarred by um, false demonstrations of your Holy Spirit, God. I pray that their hearts will just be open to receive what you have for them. And um, I pray blessings on them, God. Yeah. Yeah. 
Let's confess this last one. And I just want to ask you, oh, did we this make this a prayer for this church? Let it be. So can we, can we agree for this? And our individual lives too. So my, pre- my message and my preaching. Let's change it. Our message and our preaching are not in persuasive words of wisdom. But demonstration of the Spirit and of power so that others' faith would not rest in the wisdom of men but in the power of God. Let's confess it again. Our, our message and our preaching are not with persuasive words of wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power that, I, that others' faith would not rest in the wisdom of men, but the power of God. Let's pray it. Let's pray this into existence. God, I just ask you to forgive us for the times when our message and our preaching were of world, worldly, worldly wisdom, wisdom in ourselves, God. Forgive us for that, for not relying on your spirit and your power, God, for not, for just, for just resting in what we know to do, Lord, when you have your wisdom and your power and your spirit available to us at all times so god we just thank you that you don't hold that back you're not you're not saying well you can't have it now because you've relied on yourselves you're saying here it is here is my wisdom my power my spirit for you to employ these gifts for others good and god we thank you for that Father, I just want to break off any fear. We've not been given a spirit of fear or timidity, God. If these gifts that you have for these people, Father, if the enemy in any way is trying to hinder their use, God, by saying that it's from them or they don't have enough, um, whatever it is, Lord, to perform these things, God, that it rests on you alone. So we just break that lie in the name of Jesus, Lord. I just pray that everyone in this church, whether they're here now or, Father, they're coming second service or they're not here today, that you would go to them, Lord God, and that you would break by your spirit any fear, any lie that's hovering over them, that your Holy Spirit would give them that divine inspiration, Lord, that this is you, that you will empower them, that you never leave them or forsake them, Lord God, that you would perfect them in that love as they reach out to share this gift, God, with other people. Father, that this is a powerful thing, Lord, but it's you, Lord God. All we need to do is um, be willing and say yes and open our mouth and you will fill it. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just pray that you break any fear or timidity um, with these gifts, Lord, or any thoughts that they would be thought of as foolish or um, that they just won't come up to the standard, Lord, that you have or that they've seen in other people, Father. We just pray that your spirit would go forth right now in the name of Jesus and that would break um, anything that hinders these gifts from from, uh, going forth, Father.
God, I just pray that um, you would bring revelation of, of flowing in your power, God. I just pray that um, you would just break through any fear about flowing and operating in your power, God, if that what that means, if that calls us to a place of being uncomfortable or um, just places that we've never been before, God. I just pray a release of your power in this body, in Jesus' name, that you would equip us as a body to understand what it means to walk and flow and move in your power. God, we just ask for your power, in Jesus' name, to flow into this body. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, Heavenly Father, we agree with these confessions, Lord, that your word is true. Lord, and I just, I just keep hearing the phrase over these, the men and women in this, this body, Lord, that are armed and dangerous. They're armed and dangerous to the powers of darkness. Lord, that the gifts that they, and the manifestations they will flow in will be a, a heart of love to bring life, not to embarrass or or, or to just try to prove a gift, Lord. It's not about us. But Lord, to serve and love on other people. This is Ron shared that uh, picture, Lord. Just an expression of love of You, Lord. And so God, I just speak into my brothers and sisters, Lord. I just speak just a fire of desire for the moving of Your Spirit. Lord, I just speak, Lord, to the reality of the receiving and the reception of the gifts that You have put in us, Lord. I speak of fanning in the flame, Lord, that which has been laying dormant. Lord, I speak that we can take heed to the things that we've received from You, God. And Lord, I just ask that we put the sights of love, which cast out all fear. Lord, it's not about it, Lord, when all of a sudden the, the permeation of Your love just gets our hearts, Lord, for other people. Lord, it casts out all the fear. Let's just stand just for a minute as we close. We'll, just, we'll, we'll be here to pray if I can just get some uh, some of our, the ministry team here to pray. But I just felt like the Lord was um, several things, you know, just taking me back to that crystal glass. I mean, I think it goes back to what I spoke last week about understanding and knowing that you are the glory of God. Like in the depths of who you are, you know, just even out of, out of the very created purpose, when God said, uh, let us make man in his, our image and in our likeness. Like, that is the crystal. Like, that's... And I felt like the Lord just wanted to come and, you know, probably didn't take much to wash that crystal off from the mud. I mean, really, some of us think that that's bigger, a bigger process than it is, I think. And, and sometimes it can be a hard, but I think the Lord wants to do that this morning. He just wants to wash clean because because you are in the image and likeness of God and people need to receive the image and likeness of God and you have it and and that's an, the gifts and stuff are just that expression of it you know whether that's like what we were talking about making coffee and communion every week or whether that's standing up here preaching the gospel or whatever it doesn't really I mean there's no comparison it's not it's all the body working together as Tom declared this morning. So I just felt like the Lord wanted, first of all, for, first and foremost, some of us just may just need to just come up and just 
be cleansed. <laughs> like, just get her into the spout of God's grace and his shower and just let him wash you. Some of you might have been in the situation where I was in that I think um, uh, you spoke of it when you said, you know, some of us have been hurt by gifts. And, and we've been, I mean, I remember one time even in my own heart saying, uh, God, I don't ever want the gift of tongues because I've seen it hurt too many people and I don't, I don't ever want that. And just as soon as I said that out of my spirit, the Lord spoke straight back into me and just very gentle and very, uh, just a little quick review. God, he said, Mitch, don't ever reject a good gift that I've given. And I was like, God, forgive me. Forgive me for allowing hurt and forgive me for allowing people to uh, to quench a gift that you wanted to impart to me and that has been very dear to me all my life. And so that's why I encourage you. Maybe some of us have been in that place where we've been hurt and just, we just need to get cleansed from that or, or maybe it's just you've been frustrated. I feel like there's just a lot of people just been frustrated. Like I don't, I kind of know, but I don't know. But I don't, I don't know how to even get it out. If it is, if I do know, I don't even know how to get that out. And just been in that frustrated process. So if, I just felt like those three things. If 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 those are you, just come and just receive the the washing, receive the encouragement, receive the impartation. Maybe just like I said, maybe it's, I don't really know, but I think just. Come get your lay hand the people for some people to lay hands on you, and just really release that. I just felt like those three things. There's, uh, there's somebody in here that uh, needs to be baptized in the Holy Spirit too. There's some releasing, so we'll be free to play for that too. Pray for that. Play for that. Pray, 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 pray and play, pray and play. Uh, anybody else get anything? So I'm going to pray. And if that's you, just come on, come on up. And even even as I'm praying, then I'm just going to release this. So, Lord, I just pray, God, that God, it's just something dear to my heart because I know that I was one of those uh, people that that were in that place of I don't I don't really know what what I'm called to, and even the things that I am called to, I'm I'm rejecting because I've 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 seen it. Just it's weird, or it just hurts hurt people, or Lord, there's just so much in that, God, that we could each of us have a testimony. Each of us have a uh, how how we've walked in and out of that. But, God, today, God, I just pray you just begin to stir up, God. I, just pray, I believe the last two weeks have just been stirring us up to know who we are and to, and to how we operate, God. And I just pray in Jesus' name, God, that you would continue to stir that up within us, God. Kindle afresh, God, that gift within us. Kindle afresh that, that reality that we are the, the image and likeness of the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And, God, that we can walk in that, and God, that... I agree that that this body is a, a body that is armed and dangerous, God, and and that is going is walking and will walk in the things of the kingdom, God. That Father, that when we come in here, God, that whether it's impartation of a prophetic word or a gift of healing or a gift of service. Uh, God, whatever, an administration, Lord, whatever that might look like, God, to the body, I pray in Jesus' name you would kindle that up. Kindle and, and just stir that up, God, in the name of Jesus. Stir it up, God. So, Lord, I just pray off condemnation in Jesus' name, God, where maybe we've realized that we've been sitting on it or we've just uh, kind of just uh, gleaned over it or maybe we, the, the world has tried to come in and pollute that. God, I just pray break off condemnation this morning, God, that we could re, be re-released into that. God, the gifts and callings are irrevocable. God, that we could just be re- released in that again in the name of Jesus, God. 
that you would just begin to wash, God, that you begin to uh, empower, Lord God, right now in Jesus' name, that you would break off fear. Maybe some of us have hid that, God, just like that scripture. We've hid it, God, and I just pray right now in Jesus' name, God, just break off that fear, God, that we could come forth and just get hands laid on us and be just really released in that gifted. And so, Lord, we just bless you, God. Just, and I just pray, even as Rick spoke this morning, that the, even the root word of that gift is joy. I pray for joy to rise up in this place, joy to rise up in the, in the blessing. Some of us have been in, uh, employing the gift, and it's been mundane or it's been hard. It's been like, God, I don't you've been like Jeremiah going to the nations and they don't even want to hear you, God, whatever that might look like for your life. But I just pray you release joy back into that gift, God. Just joy express, God. So, Lord, I just pray right now, and some of us maybe just need to get coming, just get prayer for, Lord, I've just been, I've been employing the gift, but it, there's no joy in it. So, Lord, I just pray right now in Jesus' name for that release, for that release of joy. And we just bless you for that in Jesus' name. So, Lord, I'm just going to close out the service. Just thank you, Father, for your faithfulness in this time. Thank you for your goodness, your, your loving kindness that goes before us in these times, God. And, and I just pray that... That this week would be a week released, uh, these gifts released as we go out, God, as Ron declared, as we are going out. But God, I pray in Jesus' name as we come back, or as we leave here today, and also as we come back, God, that we would have vision, God, that in this place, God, there's also, Lord, an abundance of release that needs to happen as we gather together as the body, as the body and the bride of Christ. So, Lord, we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen? Amen. All right, well, have a great week. Come and grab prayer if you need it this morning. I believe there should be a few more people up here. So uh, if you need to be baptized in the Holy Spirit, come and grab one of us.